Studio every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Our studio number 281-277-6874. Hello everybody, this is Jawahar and you're listening to Indo-American News Radio. It's a nice, bright, sunny day and it's going to be hotter than heck tomorrow too. Good afternoon everyone, this is Sanchali. Hope everyone's enjoying the weather out there. Uh, different folks, different drums. Yeah. Yeah, and promote. Yes, I'm uh, reporting from Boston where the weather is 20 degrees cooler than Houston. Oh, wow. Here and, it's uh, in the upper yeah. 80s, Pramod. Well, we are here in the 60s and 70s, and it's a nice sunny day as well. Oh, nice, nice. Nice to go out by the by the seashore and have some clam chowder. Yes, exactly. We um, And Boston cream pie. Break. Huh? And Boston cream pie. Yeah, certainly. But um, this is spring break week for... Uh, the Boston area. So we went um, on a two-day trip to a town called Provincetown. Uh-huh. It's the land's end uh, for Massachusetts. Oh. So it's at the very end, and the sea is wonderful, and the beaches were great. So we had a wonderful time. Oh, wow. Nice, nice. Did you have some lobster? <laughs> yes. Boy, man, promote whenever you make it back here, which may be... Next century, the way this is going. Yeah. <laughs> you have to bring us some lobster, lobster and, and, and some Boston cream pie. And clam chowder. <laughs> okay, all right. So do all the, do the, all the daisies over there have a Bostonian accent? Uh, yes, it, I think it's the water. <laughs> the accent of uh, the local area. And did you go to Cheers uh, yet? Not yet? Not yet. I've been there in the past. Okay. Uh, in the past, that was the previous century. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, Pramod, uh, we uh, we are now um, going to go ahead. Uh, before I go on my soapbox, let's talk about the people that we have. We've had a slight change towards the end. And Sanchali, you want to give a, li- uh, a rundown of the lineup, or shall I do it? You go ahead and do it because you made some changes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's true. So the we're going to begin off with a person who's been with us before, Erica Greeter. She is a Houston Chronicle uh, columnist, and Erica is just a delight to to uh, listen to. And she's she talks a mile a minute, but you know, I mean. And I like that. I like her accent, too. So she's, she's going to be on again. And we're going to be talking about Medicaid. She wrote about this a little while ago, about Medicaid and how uh, the governor and the lieutenant governor uh, have conspired, that's the only term I can use, in order to not expand Medicaid. Um, and, and so even though there's federal dollars there. Then we're going to get into a uh, chance to talk to a internationally recognized best-selling author, a, a change agent, and a two-time TEDx speaker, uh, Devjani Biswas. She's a female engineer, a trusted advisor of CEOs, and a former Fortune 50 executive. She'll be joining us from Dallas. From Dallas. Isn't the world small? And then uh, we'll have uh, the, the Mayor's Iftar dinner 
was held this past week. It has become a tradition over the past 20 years. Uh, if you pick up a latest copy of Indo-American News this week, it's on the front cover. Promote put it on the front cover. We have a nice story about this, and you'll be able to hear more about what it takes to organize the dinner and especially how challenging it can be by during these two uh, years of COVID. We'll be talking to Muhammad Sheikh, who has been the spearheading that effort. And finally, we had a last-minute change. I know everyone got a little blurb about having our favorite master gardener, Suma Mudan, and my apologies to Suma. We, we had to bump her off at the last minute uh, to make room for uh, Ramesh Shah, who's going to talk about the efforts by the Indian community here to uh, bring together funding for to buy ventilators and, and oxygen concentrators uh, for to deal with this huge surge in cases, uh, COVID cases in India. So Ramesh Shah will be joining us towards the end. And um, that is the lineup. So Pramod, you want to do the news? Yes, that's great. Uh, live from Masala Radio in Houston, uh, this is uh, Pramod Kulkarni with the latest news from Houston, the United States, India, and around the world. The coronavirus pandemic has created a scenario of extreme contrast. In the United States in general, and in Houston in particular, the pandemic shows signs of gradual easing. In India and certain hotspots throughout the world, the rate of infections and deaths is setting new heartbreaking records. On Friday, India recorded 330,000 new cases on Friday and a record of 2,263 deaths. There's a shortage of hospital beds and numerous deaths have occurred due to a shortage of oxygen. Overwhelmed crematoria are working round the clock with some furnaces melting due to overuse. Lockdowns are underway throughout the major cities and the Election Commission has stopped in-person campaigning in West Bengal. International flats are no longer available for uh, airports in India. One of the celebrities who died during, due to COVID-19 is Shravan Rathod of the Bollywood music composing team of Nadeem Shravan. Shravan's son revealed that his parents had visited the Kumbh Mela the week before where there was an increased chance of infection due to massive gatherings. Elsewhere in the world, Tokyo and Perth, Australia, are also under lockdown due to high infection rates. In the United States on Friday, there were 63,736 new cases, a decrease of 12% over the last 14 days. New deaths on Friday numbered 873. Overall, 27% of the adult population in the United States has been fully vaccinated, and 41% have received at least one dose. On Friday, the CDC lifted its pause on Johnson & Johnson vaccine. The only cautionary situation is the low rate of vaccinations in the red Republican states. In Houston, vaccines are freely available for walk-in patients. In other news, the nation is breathing a sigh of relief after the triple conviction of Minneapolis officer Derek Chauvin for the murder of George Floyd. The conviction is a welcome first step in providing justice for black victims 
who continue to be killed at the hands of the police. Racial tensions remain simmering, as you know, that a mural painted to honor George Floyd in Houston was defaced overnight. Natural gas customers in Minnesota are having to pay for a shortage of gas due to the Texas deep freeze in February. In Minnesota, the spot price for natural gas soared to 70 times the normal price. As a result, customers there will have to fork over an additional $300 to $400 for each connection. In news outside of our world, the Ingenuity helicopter made two successful pioneering flights on Mars last week. The helicopter's chief engineer is Bob Balram, an IIT graduate who now works for NASA's JPL facility in Pasadena, California. Meanwhile, SpaceX has transported four astronauts to the International Space Station. The economy seems to be improving in the Houston area. On Friday, the oil field service company Schlumberger posted a $299 million profit for the first quarter of 2021. And Memorial High School in Houston is planning to bring back in-person prom, car parade, and graduation on May 8th after these events were canceled last year. In sports news, the IPL has reached its halfway point with the Royal Challengers Bangalore at the top of the standings, followed by the Chennai Super Kings. In this morning's match, the Rajasthan Royals beat the Kolkata Knight Riders in a low-scoring match at the Vankhede Stadium in Mumbai. The Royals' captain, Sanju Samson, scored 42 runs to win by six wickets. Tomorrow's contest between the RCB and the CSK is the one to watch with leading captains Virat Kohli and MS Dhoni in action. And also be sure to watch the Oscars on Sunday evening. The movies favored to win multiple awards include Nomadland and Minari. Priyanka Chopra's movie White Tiger has received a nomination for the best screenplay adaption. That's all the news for now. More news, views, discussions, and music as we continue with the Indo-American News Talk Show. Thank you, Pramod. That's great. Wonderful. We uh, always enjoy hearing a roundup of the news. And so for a lot of us, uh, some of those things that you tell uh, are, are absolutely uh, uh, mind-blowing. <laughs> anyway, one thing I wanted to point out real quick uh, before we go on to uh, with the show and uh, and I uh, we get our next guest, our first guest on rather, is that the Indo American Charity Foundation they're going to be holding a walkathon this year. Last year they were not able to do it, so this year is a welcome change, and so uh, it's going to be held once again at the Lost Creek Park in Sugarland on Saturday, May the eighth. Uh, at 7.30 a.m., and uh, participants are required to wear masks, and safe distancing should be practiced, so you cannot walk with your best partner. Uh, so uh, if you want more information about this, be sure to call the IACF uh, president, or uh, it's, it's Joseph, uh, and uh, his... Uh, uh, email address is iacfpresident at gmail.com. Uh, once again, that's Saturday, May the 8th at 7.30 a.m. for The Walk I Care, which is actually going to be supporting the doctor's ch uh, charity clinic 
and the Indo-American Nurses Association of Greater Houston is participating with them this year. All right, a lot of uh, information. Yeah, Pramod, I just love your news coverage. So, oh, by the way, I, I do have a minute or two to go into my soapbox. <laughs> One of the big things, if you have, you haven't read this, Pramod, because you're in, in Boston. Saturday, today's headlines from the Houston Chronicle, um, they, it talks about how uh, our man, Can Cruz, Ted, maintains ties to the far-right group. And in this, they talk about how Ted Cruz has been um, uh, playing footsie with, uh, with the True Texas Project group based out of northern Tarrant, uh, Tarrant County, in, well, which is Fort Worth, and how they've supported him and he's been supporting them at least uh, by, uh, verbally, if not nothing else, right after the January 6th uh, invasion of the, the, the Capitol in Washington, D.C., there was an event, five days after the event, the TTP organized a panel discussion featuring Cruz's father, Rafael Cruz. And Mr. P he's a pastor, and this is what he said. We ain't seen nothing yet because we are about to be ruled in less than 10 days by a communist regime, the elder Cruz said. At, at the Dallas event, we must decide who are we going to obey. So the event closed with a prayer for Ted and Rafael Cruz. How close and cozy is that kind of relationship? Yeah, that's amazing. So uh, and disturbing. And disturbing. M more disturbing news is going to be coming our way because we will be talking to Erica. Uh, greeter. She'll talk, uh, tell us all about the shenanigans that led Texas not to be able to get $45.3 billion worth of uh, aid from the feds to expand Medicaid. Anyway, mm -hmm. this is Indo-American News. We uh, will be joined by Erica very shortly. Diamonds, manufacturer of fine diamond jewelry, is now hiring. Territory Road Sales Executive. Identify sales opportunities. Meet prospective clients to increase sales. Travel to trade shows. Develop new business. Sales experience is a must. Requirements. Excellent communication skills. Proficient in MS office. Work authorization in USA. Benefits. Salary plus commission packages depending on experience. 401k and health insurance. Training will be provided. Send resumes to hr at abdiamond.com. Man, I'm tired of the same old negative news. Shooting, accidents, police. Hey, I found an interesting show on radio. Lots of positive news and fun topics. Desi News Radio. Yes, Indo-American News Radio. Current topics, back-to-back -back interviews, movie reviews, and the hosts are so interesting. Same guys from Indo-American newspaper. You know it's been around for 40 years. Oh yeah, I pick up a free copy every week from the store. And they play some cool songs every Saturday, 4 to 6, on Masala 98.7. You can also listen to the show on the Masala Radio app. They've got podcasts on Apple and Spotify. Indo-American News Radio. Advertising and sponsorships. 713-789-6397. Email indoamericannews at yahoo.com. Website indoamerican-news.com. This pandemic has changed millions of lives in Houston, impacting some communities more than others. But we can protect ourselves and prevent the spread of COVID-19 because we're better together by masking up and practicing social distancing. Take your best shot. 
and get vaccinated when it's available. Contact your health care provider or visit HoustonHealth.org for more details. Willie Nanayakra and Associates Attorneys and Counselors at Law specializes in immigration over 35 years of experience. New reforms are coming to the old immigration system. Now is the time to get all your immigration questions answered. Attorney George Willie offers free initial one-on-one consultation every Thursday, 10 a.m. on Masala Radio 98.7 FM. Willie Nanayakra and Associates Attorney, 14141 Southwest Freeway. Visit GWRPC.com Call 281-265-2522 This Ramzan Dodaria restaurant brings to you special iftar dinner buffet only for $15.99 More than 30 veg and non-veg items to choose from Appetizers Curries Rice Naan Drinks Dessert Break your fast with khajur Replenish with ruhafsa Treat your appetite with delicious curries and end with suji ka halwa and kheer Dodaria restaurant 14639 Beechnut Street 346-409-2237 The only South Asian news radio in Texas Indo-American News Radio Every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM Our studio number 281-277-6874 Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone. So we will be joined shortly by our guest, uh, Erica Greeder from the Houston Chronicle. Is she on the line, Jawahar? She's not on the line. We have a a possible technical problem here. Maybe she's got caught up with something, and I've just tried to reach her, tried to text her and call her, but no word. So hopefully she'll be joining us shortly. I'm not sure what the hang-up is. But... um, uh, just to give you a little idea of what the the problem is that that I, uh, which is why we asked Erica to join us, is that uh, there is this, uh, as I mentioned earlier on in the in the program, uh, there is uh, the Biden administration finally pulled the plug on uh, a, the extension that was issued to by the Trump administration relating to the Medicaid program that uh, Texas runs. Uh, Texas, uh, 10 years ago, decided that they didn't want to expand the program and that they would go and think about how to make that happen, and they were going to study it. They essentially uh, took the waiver, they asked for a waiver to continue to get the flow of federal dollars to prop up Texas's hospitals that could treat low-income uninsured residents even as the state itself refused to expand the Medicaid program through Obamacare. In other words, Obamacare, would the, the feds would have su- supplemented the premiums for Obamacare um, to those who are low-income people, and they would in turn be able to go and uh, go to doctors, get the, the kind of treatment they wanted, uh, and, and, and so on and so forth, just like most insured people. Instead... The money that came to uh, Texas went to hospitals who, who treat indigenous people in the emergency care uh, rooms, in emergency rooms. So you can imagine how expensive that is in order to go in for, let's say, you have a flu or you've, you've, you've got other some minor issues that have happened. And you, you go in there and say, uh, 
the uh, the the emergency rooms, of course, uh, they even an aspirin costs you two hundred dollars, right? Sanchali, you yeah. you you work in in a hospital setting, and you're a pharmacist. Yeah, I don't know much about the billing part of it. So, uh, yeah, you, but you're right. You're right. I mean, uh, that is uh, true. Yeah. So, Erica, uh, Jawar, isn't it basically uh, the idea to create Obamacare? Correct. That was the major uh, factor behind this. Essentially, Texas said, well, what if we expand Medicaid programs and 10 years later, the federal government decides, well, we're not going to keep on funding you. Then we have to pick up the cost. So Texas, in any way, shape or form, did not want to go ahead and pick up the cost of Medicaid, which is a shame because Texas has the largest numbers of uninsured people in the union. So um, the, uh, the, uh, what happened was that uh, 150 organizations, including the Chambers of Commerce, trade associations, local officials, signed a letter uh, on last Tuesday calling on lawmakers to support increased health uh, coverage for Texans. So uh, the, but in the letter, notably, was, did not include the Texas Hospital Association, which criticized Friday's decision. Because, of course, the Texas Hospital Association gets its money from uh, the federal dollars anyway. So uh, the president of the Episcopal Health Foundation in Houston, Elena Marks, she said, I think of it in terms of Texas didn't follow the rules, and now it's been told to follow the rules. In fact, we need an un, uh, it seems like we need uh, to to expand the the whole pool of uh, people who can get insurance, wouldn't you say, Pramod? Yeah, and actually, it's a highly political decision because the Republican Party and its uh, leaders in Texas do not want to help the poorest section of the uh, population, and these are the people who typically do not vote Republican. Right, and that, of course, is uh, part of the thing that uh, there, there's a movement to start redistricting uh, Texas's representative, uh, you know, the, the districts, and they they want to to narrow it down even further to to exclude the people, who, just the, the the poor people who cannot get good representation. If you follow what I mean, yeah, and it's a. Uh also part of their voter suppression yes. Right. So uh, this was what uh, Erica was going to expand on. I'm, I'm sorry, that, uh, folks, we haven't been able to reach her, and I'm sure there's something much more important than, than uh, that's come along. Uh, Can it really be <laughs> most important? <laughs> right. So um, the... Um, but the other thing that is, uh, is it's, it's interesting that Governor Abbott and uh, the Lieutenant Governor, uh, what's his name? Patrick. <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> How can you forget? Uh, they both think that the health waiver uh, or extension that was uh, rescinded by the Biden administration is betrayal. Come on, guys. You've been f sitting on this uh, hot potato since uh, uh, the last 10 years. And as it is right now, the way it's going to continue on, it's going to continue on for at least till 2023 anyway. But um, 
because of the l rules under which all these the the monies are governed but uh the fact is that you can't really that's like calling uh the the kettle calling the pot black, pot black. Mm -hmm. yeah so you can't have it both ways so uh, yeah, promote well, the you fun. sent an article about the minnesotans who are furious that they have to pay for texas's deep freeze problem so you want to elaborate right. on that yeah, uh, you know, that is a highly uh, unusual situation because spot prices always go up when there's a shortage. And because of the freeze, most of the natural gas facilities uh, in the United States have difficulty keeping up the supply. So uh, northern states like Minnesota and Massachusetts, they depend on uh, you know, purchasing extra gas uh, at times of their need. So they have to go to the spot market, which uh, has some of the highest prices. So when they have to pay 70 times the normal price for gas, uh, naturally it's going to cost them millions and millions of dollars. And obviously they want to pass the cost on to their customers. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. Right. So it's, uh, yeah... You know, it's like uh, I, I, I think sooner we go to solar uh, and wind, the better. Yeah, it's otherwise it's like robbing Peter and paying Paul, right? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, there's this vaccine hesitancy also amongst the Republicans. So yeah, that's another uh, Biden's next big challenge. And yes. uh, I think initially, uh, the Republicans and uh, President Trump in particular. They said that uh, there was no uh, coronavirus pandemic and it was not necessary to uh, take the vaccine. Yeah. And that conspiracy theory about vaccines being unhealthy for you. Promote that you need to bring, uh, your, uh, yeah, bring the uh, phone closer phone to your mouth. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're yeah, kind of that, feeding uh, are Those conspiracy uh, theories are having their effect. It's going to take much harder for the whole country to achieve a herd immunity. Right. I think we have Erica on the phone. Oh, okay, great. Hello. Hello, welcome. Erica, can you hey, hear us? Thank you. Hello. Hey, happy Saturday. Yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, I tried you earlier on. I guess you got tied up somewhere else, but... Uh, I'm so sorry. I was going on the line. Oh, okay, okay. No worries. Yeah, crazy day for the news. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Well, we've got about eight minutes. Why don't you... Uh, okay. We've already talked about the issues on Medicaid and so on and so forth. Why don't you g quickly give us a rundown? Okay, great. Right now? Yep. Yeah. You're on. Okay, great. So, yeah, so... You know, as you as we all know, there's been a long debate about Medicaid expansion in Texas. We're now one of only 12 states that has refused the expansion that was created under the Affordable Care Act uh, more than a decade ago. So there's been sort of a brewing desire for this discussion and for the passage of Medicaid expansion, including now some Republicans in the past year or so have sort of joined in with Democrats saying we should do this right for Texas. It would help address our uninsured rate, which remains the highest in the country. Um, it looks like there's not much... To, much uh, momentum for that in the legislature. So they're in session right now. They could perhaps take action on this in the legislature, but it seems that there will not be a push in the session. Um, what's making it interesting now is that President Joe Biden, of course, who took office in January, um, is, is sort of, you know, seeking to encourage states that have held out to pursue the expansion. So there's some extra money 
the federal government has authorized to sort of expand the incentives for extending Medicaid. We're currently not poised to take advantage of those, but last week the Biden administration sort of raised the issue again by saying, hey, we're rescinding this waiver granted to the state that would have lasted 10 years. So now we've got a waiver from the federal government to pursue alternative methods for uh, helping the uninsured in Texas through a sort of temporary waiver called the 115 waiver. Um, but that lasts only now through next year, not for the next 10 years. So it brings the issue back to the back to the fore for everyone. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I kind of gave them a rundown about this thing, too. You, um, uh, is it right now going to be debated, or it's in the governor's hand or lieutenant governor's hand? Well, it's kind of in everyone's hands, right? So there was a, a proposal by Garnett Coleman, who's a Democratic representative from the Houston area, who's been very focused on the issue for a long time. Right. During the budget discussion, he had an amendment that would have sort of put this in the discussion uh, to add to the budget, the ledge is passing this this year, but that amendment did not pass. It was voted down 80-60. So although there are some Republicans who are interested in the issue, too, now, there's not enough numbers in the legislature to get that through the chamber. So right. we're thinking about perhaps doing a special session, more negotiation with the federal government during the interim between the state and the federal government. But I think what we've seen this week is the issue can't really be ignored or put off much longer. So once again, it's a question of leadership and, and the... Uh... <laughs> The goals of the leaders, what, what, do they really care about the poor people who, who don't have insurance? Well, the, that's been the, the question for a while, right? And so you remember Abbott, Governor Abbott, who was Attorney General before he became Governor, was a longtime critic of Obamacare itself, and the current Attorney General, Ken Paxton, is not only against the expansion, but he's been suing the federal government to overturn, or suing, he's been suing to overturn the Affordable Care Act itself in, in its entirety, and that case is before correct. the Supreme Court and it's pending decision. Yes. So among state leaders, there's not really a lot of appetite. Among the statewide leaders, there's not really appetite for the expansion discussion. Right. Yeah, I understand. And uh, so, folks, once again, you see what's happening here. It's the the leaders that you you elect, uh, they follow their own drum, basically. They don't give um, a hoot about, you know, what might be going further on with those who are less fortunate and so on and and it doesn't if you're fortunate enough to be able to afford to pay for a lot of the insurance premiums yourself you're 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 kind of yourself blessed but those who aren't and they're what 18 million people in the state of texas who don't have insurance it's 1.8 so we're, we're actually of the uninsured adults who might be covered in the medicaid expansion about 12 million of them are, are, are about a third of them are in texas right so it's more than a million adults who would be covered under the expansion itself, just the Medicaid expansion. And actually, you know, to your point about what people want, what Texans want, polls have shown sort of growing support for this from Texans on both sides of the aisle. So now it's about 68%, 69% who are in, in favor of Medicaid expansion. As, again, many states have done, including red states like Arkansas, Oklahoma, Utah. So it's not really a solely partisan issue, including even in Texas. You're seeing Lyle Larson from San Antonio, Steve Allison from San Antonio, and Shen Button. They've kind of come out and said in the past year, yeah, we should, we should talk about this, we should do this. You know, it's, it's been sort of proven in other states, we should consider this. And they're not being heard by the state leaders either, I, I, I would guess. Yeah, yeah. So folks out there in Radio Land, when you're listening to this, think real hard. What do you, uh, you know, it's one thing to say, I'm going to go to my church and give some money so that we can go feed the homeless or f the food bank and whatnot. It's another thing to say, hey, listen, you know, there's people out there who do not have the means to buy this insurance, and if, if we allow them to get the uh, the means, they won't have to go right. to the emergency rooms in hospitals. Right, and I think one thing this this whole horrible, sad year of the pandemic has reminded us all is that public health is really a public good, right? So if you're yeah. if you're fortunate enough to be in good health to have good coverage, that's that's wonderful for you and for your family, and it is a blessing to families to have good coverage, but. 
your your whole community is affected by a high uninsured rate. And again, we are the highest uninsured rate in the country in Texas. Right. Yeah. It's isn't yeah. that a shame? And uh, Erica, this is uh, uh, promote. Uh, uh, hey. You know, uh, President George W. Bush talked about compassionate conservatism, but yes. it seems like uh, in this particular issue, the compassionate uh, is gone. Yeah, and you know, it, it, it does seem that way, and it, it's it's interesting because you know, ten years ago, eleven years ago, when this debate sort of started, you heard a lot of Texas Republicans saying we can do this program better. And, and Medicaid, you know, it's, to be clear, it's not a perfect program, right? And health coverage is not the same as health care or good health outcomes. But ten years ago, eleven years ago, when this debate sort of began, I heard from the state a lot: we're going to do our own plan; it's going to be better. And so, under the waiver we've had for ten years, eleven years now, uh, we have done some programs. But you know, looking at it overall, have we have we as a state? devised an alternative to Medicaid that, that performs better. And I think you have to say we, we haven't. We haven't really tackled our uninsured rate. Um, yeah. We haven't achieved better outcomes. And so I think we've had a while now to experiment. And, and the sort of grand promises made more than a decade ago haven't really come to fruition. So, so yeah, to it, your point, the compassionate conservatism is being tested from the er, Erica, real quick, we've got about 60 seconds. Is there a, yeah. a, a equivalent to Medicaid by the state of Texas? Texacade? Uh, no, no. There's, there's uh, the waiver we have is used to support uninsured care. So kind of it, it sort of indirectly supports the population by providing payments to you know hospitals that provide uncompensated care or otherwise uncompensated care. But we don't really have a program right now where if you're uninsured in Texas and you're you know a working adult who's not eligible for other programs that are federal, is not an alternative to go to the Texas version of Medicaid or oh. whatever that might be. Right. Er- Erica, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you've got a deadline and you've been working on it and that you, uh, I, I appreciate you taking the, the, the few minutes to share all this with us. Folks, we've been talking to Erica Greeter. She's with the Houston Chronicle. If you haven't read her articles, you should because she's just fantastic. I love the way she analyzes stuff. Thank you, Erica. Well, good to be with you guys. Have a good afternoon. All right. You too. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. All right. So we'll be back after these messages, folks. Indo-American News Radio India News U.S. News World News Movie Reviews And Local Community Roundup Every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM Hi, I'm Jawahar I'm Sanchali And I'm Pramod Indo-American News Radio हम एक हैं और मिलके हर त्योहार मनाएंगे रमजान में राम है और दिवाली में अली महाराजा का ये संदेश पहुंचे ह्यूस्टन में गली गली अजीज एंड सुमाया मलिक ऑफ महाराजा डायमंड्स विशेस एवरीवन रमजान मुबारक महाराजा ज्वेलर्स ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ 5821 हिलक्रॉफ्ट 713-784-5673 Man, I'm tired of the same old negative news. Shooting, accidents, police. Koi kaam ki cheez nahi hai. Hey, I found an interesting show on radio. Lots of positive news and fun topics. Desi News Radio. Aisa bhi kuch hai kya? Yes, Indo-American News Radio. Current topics, back-to-back interviews, movie reviews, and the hosts are so interesting. Same guys from Indo-American Newspaper. You know, it's been around for 40 years. Oh yeah, I pick up a free copy every week from the store. And they play some cool songs every Saturday, 4 to 6 on Masala Night. 98.7. You can also listen to the show on the Masala Radio app. They've got podcasts on Apple and Spotify. Indo-American News Radio. Advertising and sponsorships. 713-789-6397. Email indoamericannews at yahoo.com. Website indoamerican-news.com. 
This pandemic has changed millions of lives in Houston, impacting some communities more than others. But we can protect ourselves and prevent the spread of COVID-19 because we're better together by masking up and practicing social distancing. Take your best shot and get vaccinated when it's available. Contact your health care provider or visit HoustonHealth.org for more details. Faisal Kamal from Embassy Suites KT and Energy Corridor wishes everyone Ramzan Mubarak. May this holy month of Ramzan be full of happiness and blessings. Looking for fresh homemade spices? Chandrika Masala is the place. Chandrika Masala Retail Outlet at Factory Location, 13220 Morphy Road. Chandrika Masala, 100% homemade spices, attas and chutneys. 713-789-3088. Chandrikamasala.com. 713-789-3088. The only South Asian news radio in Texas. Indo-American News Radio. Every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Our studio number, 281-277-6874. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone. We are delighted to have with us Devjani Biswas. So I looked her up uh, online and this is what I found on Google. She is the CEO and founder of CoAchieve LLC. She's also an internationally best-selling author and keynote speaker, has unique executive and corporate experience, 20 plus years at PepsiCo and at TI. And education-wise, she's an engineer from uh, IT Madras, and she's also um, um, done an MBA and a master's. She won the 2017 GDAACC Award in Journalism, and is a 2013 NAPW Woman of the Year. Welcome to our show, Devjani. So wow, one of the books <laughs> that she's uh, you know written is called Miserably Successful No More. Uh, some of the other ones are Hashtag Us Too and Unleash the Power of Diversity. So that's quite a catchy uh, title, yeah, Miserably yeah, Successful No More. So in other words, you got to be happily successful. <laughs> and that's exactly what she's going to talk about. So her tagline today is how to handle the stresses of COVID-19 and the current climate as Asian Americans. Welcome, Devjani. Take it away, Thank Devjani. So Welcome. Much. Thank you to both of you for that lovely introduction, and it's such a pleasure to be on the show. Yes, I had realized a while ago, I got laid off about nine years ago after this 20-plus years of corporate career, and I realized I'd been miserably successful. Uh-huh. And when I started doing my own thing, I was like, why is there so much stress? And so I started on this journey where I was interviewing a lot of people, including a lot of Asian Americans, and trying to figure out what it was that caused them the stress and trying to figure out some tools to reduce it. And then, of course, fast forward to where now with COVID and the pandemic and restrictions in our lives, this stress has hit an all-time high. And so I was, wanted to share some of the things I learned while I was doing the research for Miserably Successful No More. Well, uh, let, me, let me jump in for a, a real quick second here. Uh, this, this is really um, revealing. Even successful people, people who made it up the ladder quite a bit, 
get laid off? Is that what I heard? <laughs> you did. And they, I was an executive they, at PepsiCo, and yes, that was when I got And they do off. end up being miserable, huh? <laughs> I actually found that I had been miserable while I was being employed. It was no offense to any of the places I worked at. Oh, wow. I had thought it was in the rat race and, you know, just uh, putting one foot in front of the other and just, you know, the holy uh, goal of of being more successful materially. And when I took a pause, I think that was the biggest gift that, you know, the world gave me was to kind of think about what is it that makes us stressful. So, so, you, so you, were at, you were at PepsiCo when you got laid off? I was at PepsiCo. So this is the company that Indra Nui, Nui was the That's head of. Right. CEO of yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. They had announced, she had come in the town hall and made an announcement that they were going to flatten the organization you know, as part of cost-cutting, and all of us executives looked at each other and we're like, okay, we know what that means. We know what that and means, and of course, she didn't flatten her paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, she's highly regarded as a fellow. I am, you know, she's from I am Ahmedabad, and I'm a graduate of I am Bangalore, and we have this huge loyalty towards fellow IIM alumni. So, uh-huh. uh, she's highly regarded, uh, but it was part of a corporate decision, and it was actually a very good thing for me because... I really enjoyed it. So it liberated you? It has really been wonderful because I took a pause and I thought about, you know, if we're sure about where we're going in life, what is your mission? And then you do the things that go towards that. But my stress level is so much lower in spite of the pandemic because of, I guess, a couple of those tools. And one of the things, you know, I interview a lot of people. I've been doing a lot of keynotes um, during COVID about stress reduction. Right. I did a keynote at Lockheed Martin, and one of the things that I ask everyone, and now I'd like to focus on the Asian American community particularly, is the things that cause us stress are sometimes worry about things that are never going to happen. And so I think that was one of my biggest ahas. And then the other one is a lot of times we, um, so I have this framework in the book, it's sort of an acronym for S-T-R-E-S-S. And uh, we do a self-analysis, and S stands. the first S stands for style. So there are some people that will worry no matter what. Did I leave the iron on? Is the stove you know, still on? You know, just a style thing. And yeah. then the T has to do with time and calendar. Exactly, time. Time pressure is always a big... Uh, deadlines. Yeah, deadlines. yeah. <laughs> it, it big inducer of stress, right. isn't it? Huge source of stress. And then during COVID, the R stands for Rx, which is health. And it's not just physical health, but mental and emotional health, which I think is a big deal right now during COVID. And then the E stands for ego, you know, the desire to win at all costs. Uh-huh. And then the other two S's, one S is for substance, as in the type of work that you do. I found that when I started writing and speaking, that matches me much more than the highly paid work that I was doing before that. So S is for substance. And but it's, 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 it's for substance, but not substance abuse. Yeah, not and not, not material substance. Yeah. Absolutely. But right. people do go into substance abuse. You know, I Absolutely. really like the R, Devjani, because I'm a pharmacist, so I loved the Rx. <laughs> and what's the last S? If I took, and the last test is surroundings. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's physical surroundings. There were people who felt so unhappy because the house was cluttered and everything was out of control and yeah. paperwork. But also surroundings, as in one or two toxic people that they allowed around them, which made the surroundings physically okay but mentally unsafe. 
And so surrounding both physically and emotionally should be as safe as possible. Well, you know, so Marshall McLuhan, he also alluded to all of this stuff about the, the, the medium is the massage. And you, mm-hmm. your surroundings are the massage. So, you, I mean, I'm very susceptible to that. If I don't have yeah. things very, very well arranged, I can't get myself started. And I'm working out yeah. of the house most of the time now, too. But yeah. you, do you think that this, this working out of the house and not out of the office is here to stay? Is that going to be... That, it seems to be a, a very the helpful... Normal, the new normal. It, yeah. it, it, it seems I, to be I, a very yeah. helpful thing for men. You know, for I just heard on the news that productivity has increased by 5% because of people working from home. Because 5%, 5% isn't out, much. But you're cutting out all the commute time, you know? Yeah. So, you know, Sanjali, I think there's a double-edged sword in that. So I, I heard someone saying in one of the speeches that we have this thing called human capital. So because we've known most people that we work with and we've seen them physically, we know what they look like and sound like we have the relationship. So yes, in the short term, we are we look like we're more efficient and we're 5% more productive, but we're using up our human capital. So at some point, we will need to engage face-to-face in person to some extent to build up the emotional bank balance, or that will be a short-term efficiency versus effectiveness play. So that's one aspect. And then the other aspect is, you know, the question I think that that one of you asked at the beginning was maybe that we can do this short-term, yes, we'll do it remote, and it depends on the business. So, you know, my son works in a high-tech organization, so they said some of them could be permanently worked from home. Right. Then if you're in a CPG or in a consumer-facing world, then you're going to have to start developing the in-person again and travel as started. So I think it varies based on the industry. Right. I don't think we we'll ever go back to just uh, assuming everything is an in-person, face-to-face meeting again. I think right. we change yeah. that dynamic. Well, just look at Pramod. Pramod's sitting in Boston. He's as happy as yeah. a, as a as clam a in a shell. <laughs> <laughs> right. And he's producing this thing from there. <laughs> yes. That's true. But Devjani, I have a question for you. Uh, isn't it possible to reduce the stress by being uh, a better planner to organize your work and so that you're not constantly fighting the deadline? That is an excellent question. And yes, you know, actually it's linked to two of the things in that stress acronym. One of them is linked to T, the time, why are you so busy, is also linked to the E, which is ego, which is why do you say yes to so many things? So I think one of the biggest stress reduction is understanding what is the behavioral positive reinforcement you get by having a calendar a certain way. So what are the things you can outsource? Why do you have your calendar, you know, immediately double booked and triple booked? Does it serve some kind of an ego boost Right. I'm so much in demand? And so I would say, yes, planning is great as a key. If you don't immediately say yes to something else, then you reduce something on your plan. Yeah, no, pr- promotes an excellent planner, and and I unfortunately suffer from deficiencies <laughs> in that regard. Pramod is an excellent writer too. <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm. Oh, wow. I, I would say I'm equally good. <laughs> <laughs> Ego clashes <laughs> right there. <laughs> it, this is crazy. I'm reducing my stress. Tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> this is the E in stress. <laughs> right. Devjani, you are in Dallas, right? So when are you coming down to Houston to give us all a, t- a little talk here? A little uh, talking yeah, to? I actually was in Houston giving a talk before the pandemic and all happened. I love Houston. Oh. Uh, it's just very gracious of you all to 
invite me to speak on, on this interesting topic. So, yeah, I'm vaccinated, so now the movement is much. Isn't that liberating? That would also right. be my well, advice. Well, we'll, we'll, tell, we'll tell the local chapter of the IIT uh, to put together a program to have you back here, and, and <laughs> it sounds like it should be a very uplifting and, and enlightening for a lot of people. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's so, very kind of you. Deep Jenny, you've written several books. So are you working on any new book right now? I am, actually. Santari, thank you for asking. It's called A Bridge to Sanity, The Power of Inclusion in Divisive Times. And that is part of uh, the message I would give to Asian Americans is, you know, I had a fairly unpleasant experience a couple of weeks ago. We were sightseeing in MS, the Blue Bonnet Trails, and experienced some racism on a quiet country road. And so I think one of the things that I definitely want to suggest to the Asian American community, one is to be aware of your surroundings and be a little cautious when you're, you know, in quieter places. Be aware of the, unfortunately, uh, racism and some of the things that are rearing their ugly head in, in Texas. And at the same time, be comfortable enough to, um, you know, understand how much inclusion we experience and how we are appreciated and warmly invited to, to many, many forums. So I think that's what I'm trying to work on, you know, a bridge to sanity. It's that's, so polarizing right now, the world that we're in, yeah. and using some common sense and, um, you know, Increasing inclusion is different from decreasing exclusion, Absolutely. and so that's kind of what I'm writing on Very, right very now. appropriate and very timely. And I also saw that you um, are into like women empowerment, and you've given TED Talks about uh, common ground on gender bias. Would you like to touch upon that a little bit? Yes, indeed, Sanjali. Thank you for asking me. So, you know, you mentioned that I was one of the few engineers. I'm from IIT Madras, and I did chemical engineering. We had eight females out of 250 in the class when, really? when I joined. Yeah, it's better now. It's about 14%. So it's much better now. And so, you know, my father, my grandfather, several people in my family helped open the doors for me to be an engineer. And I'm so excited. The TED Talk you talk about, one of the two that I've given, uh, the TEDx Common Ground on Gender Rights, we just dropped 900,000 views. So it's like crazy. It's like somebody pinched me what's going on. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so we, uh, what I wanted to talk about in the gender bias piece specifically is that's the basis of the mini book I wrote, Hashtag Us Too, is that it's going to take uh, men and women to bridge this gender gap. It's not something, it's not a woman-only issue. You know, it's something that we all have to work on. And I think some of, some of it starts at our households. And I, I have such hope for the younger generation because, you know, in Asian American households, I see the workload, the cooking, the cleaning is so equitably distributed. That gives me such hope for the future. And so to people in my age group that are listening, I would say, uh, that a lot of equity begins at home. Absolutely. Right. So I have something of a, um, of a different type of question here. Um, uh-huh. So uh, I'm an engineer also, and uh, okay. I, but not an IIT, and I, I got my degree here. But the, yeah. the, what I've noticed, and, and casually I've noticed, that the, yeah. e- the ethos, the way that uh, Indian uh, engineers 
and perhaps yes. Asian engineers approach uh, working within an organization, the whole loyalty aspect and, and diligence of doing stuff is very different from from the the mainstream uh, folks. Do you notice that? Could you say a little bit more about that question? I want to make sure I understood that in general, that loyalty to work, you mean? Or loyalty, uh, loyalty to work, not necessarily to, to work, the organization? but to, 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 to the, a project that they're doing, to be able to complete it, the discipline that they have, the, the kind of um, uh, dependability that comes with, uh, with hiring an, an Asian from Asia versus uh, an Asian who was born here and, and worked here. I, I've noticed there's a there's a vast difference, and they a lot of people they they lean on Indian engineers in order to finish their work. The work ethics, I guess, that's what you're the referring to. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, I you know I, I don't know, and I I must confess to being very biased as the mother of an engineer who studied at UT Austin and you know is of Indian origin. I haven't seen, I, I haven't noticed it personally, but I should also say that it could be because I haven't worked in engineering per se. For a long time, you know, I've branched off into you know, coaching and consulting and speaking. So uh, I haven't noticed it. It doesn't mean that it's not true. It may well be the fact. And I also there's something called self-serving bias, where sometimes we think that the group that we are part of perhaps is better at certain things. So I'm not sure. I, one of the questions I ask is what else might be true. It may be true that what you're saying is exactly right. I just haven't observed it. Mm. Or it may be that, you know, you come across a different set of Asian than I have, you know, that may also be Right. Deepjani, we are almost out of time, so good luck with everything that you're doing, and I'm guessing you do this full-time now and don't miss your corporate uh, world at all. We've got 30 no, seconds. Oh, I love it. I just <laughs> made up years ago. It's been a blast. Thank, thank you. Devjani, thank you ever so much. We've yeah. really enjoyed having really you. And when you're in you. Houston next time... You we both, have to meet. We have to meet. So, it's uh, done, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Devjani Biswas, uh, uh, we'll look forward to hearing from you again. This is in American News uh, Radio, folks. Don't go away. We'll be back with Mohamed Shaikh, who... Right uh, after the commercials. After the commercials, which are coming anytime... Now. You're listening to Masala Radio, 107.5 KGLK, HD4, Lake Jackson, and 98.7 FM, K254BZ, Fairbanks. Masala. This is Sandhya Tucker, and yes, I just had full face and neck all therapy at Amerijuve. Truthfully, it was a little uncomfortable as the energy zapped in deep to reactivate my own collagen. But the results are amazing. Chin lifted and tightened. Fine lines and wrinkles disappearing. Dark spots definitely faded. I am so excited. Optimum results are yet to come after three to six months and will last for years. For your complimentary all therapy consultation, Call Ameriju, 713-960-6262. This is Devendu Singh, licensed agent with New York Life Insurance. Wish you a very happy Ram Naomi. Call Devendu Singh. He will educate and guide you about life insurance, retirement, kids' college education, and business planning. 812-272-2911 or visit dsingnyl.com for a complimentary appointment. Devendu Singh, your agent for life. Sitaram, 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 Chittiya in a Patriya, Aya na Telegram.
Houston's newest hangout, Mirchi Lounge. Bollywood party every Saturday night. Music, dance, hookah, and food. Open till 3 a.m. Hillcroft and 59, Mirchi Lounge. Drink specials every Saturday. You got a birthday coming up? Celebrating an event? Bring your group to Mirchi. Table reservations or private parties call Tony. 832-289-3365. 832-289-3365. Party every Saturday at Mirchi Lounge. Free entry, free parking. Man, I'm tired of the same old negative news. Shooting, accidents, police. Koi kaam ki cheez nahi hai. Hey, I found an interesting show on radio. Lots of positive news and fun topics. Desi News Radio. Aisa bhi kuch hai kya? Yes, Indo-American News Radio. Current topics, back-to-back interviews, movie reviews, and the hosts are so interesting. Same guys from Indo-American Newspaper. You know, it's been around for 40 years. Oh yeah, I pick up a free copy every week from the store. And they play some cool songs every Saturday, 4 to 6, on Masala 9. 98.7. You can also listen to the show on the Masala Radio app. They've got podcasts on Apple and Spotify. Indo American News Radio. Advertising and sponsorships. Seven one three seven eight nine six three nine seven. Email Indo American News at yahoo dot com. Website Indo American dash News dot com. This pandemic has changed millions of lives in Houston, impacting some communities more than others. But we can protect ourselves and prevent the spread of COVID nineteen. Because we're better together by masking up and practicing social distancing. Take your best shot and get vaccinated when it's available. Contact your healthcare provider or visit HoustonHealth.org for more details. The most beautiful month of the year is upon us, and Habibi Kitchen brings you the offer you cannot resist. Buy any two falafel items and get one absolutely free. Falafel pocket pita has to be my all-time favorite. Offer valid only until May third. At Habibi Kitchen, we serve only fresh and halal meat. Habibi Kitchen, one six two two seven Lexington, eight three two nine 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 four one six one. Habibi Kitchen wishes everyone Ramadan Mubarak. Open house. Buy one get one free on the entire menu. One day special only. Saturday, April twenty fourth. Start your spring with fresh looks and incredible savings during exclusive furnitures spring home sale. Furniture for every room with prices you cannot resist. Save up to thirty three percent off furniture and accessories. Qualify for credit with easy financing options. Visit one of exclusive seven beautiful showrooms. There's one close to you. Or shop online at exclusivefurniture.com. Exclusive furniture where low prices live. See store for details. The only South Asian news radio in Texas. Indo American News Radio every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Our studio number: 281-277-6874. Hi everyone. Hello, promote. Yes. Uh, Uh, is our guest? Uh, yes. Yeah. Go right ahead. Wonderful. Uh, I'm very honored to introduce Muhammad Said Sheikh. He's a Muslim volunteer serving the community since the last 36 years. Currently, he's the president of the Houston Karachi Sister City Association, uh, and Mr. Sheikh has coordinated Alliance for Disaster for COVID-19 relief efforts. Through several initiatives 
worth over a half million dollars recently. And last year, President Donald Trump did something right. He awarded Mohammed Sheikh the President's Lifetime Achieve Achievement Award for 2018. Whoa. And this recognizes his volunteer uh, efforts of over 25,000 hours. Wow. And his leadership for the Sister Cities International Circle of Distinguished Volunteers and the U.S. Congress. And uh, Mr. Sheikh has been the coordinator of the Houston Iftar, the annual Ramadan dinner with the mayor of Houston since 2011, which exemplifies unity, peace, interfaith harmony, and diversity of the Houston community. Mr. Sheikh, welcome to our pro program. And uh, this Iftar was quite unusual, wasn't it? Yes, sure. First of all, uh, I would like to say my greetings of blessing of Ramadan to all our Indian community and South Asian community. Thank you for the opportunity. Congratulations for this radio initiative. This is wonderful community service as beside whatever you are doing as the, you know, news entity. So it's very heartening. Yes. Thank you yes. so much, and we, we're honored to have you on the show, uh, Sheikh Saab. Yes. So, you know that Ramadan, we are talking about iftar. So, uh, Ramadan is the ninth month in the Islamic calendar. It's a, this is a fasting month. This, this month is for praise and worship. So, when we do break our fast, which is which called iftar, this is a cultural or social or, you know, uh, thing which we do celebrate as well. And, you know, Houston, Houston Iftar is a signature event which has been established since last 20 years from our community leaders with the mayor of Houston. Yeah. It used to be held at the Georgia Brown Convention Center, right? Yes, sir. It was started, yes, with uh, at the doorsteps of the, you know, uh, city hall with the 50 people probably. Right. So then went to... George R. Brown. You know, Houston is such a diverse city. We have too many South Asians and too many, you know, uh, immigrants here. So it, 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 it started growing and growing, and then we went to the bio city, and then we started like uh, Iftar as a sister city uh, under the sister city coordination uh, in 2011. We did our first program there in the bio, in the George R. Brown Convention Center. Right. I, I was there when it first started off in at the reflecting pool in front of City Hall. That was uh, 20 years ago. Yes, so wonderful. And I'm very honored uh, to know that uh, you have really been one with our founding fathers. And as a, as a media partner, uh, we, I have honored to have you every year. Yeah, well, Indo-American News has uh, supported... Uh, the iftar every year uh, and you know we're we're always happy to be there and to and to let people know what happened so this year i was yeah. there again uh i was there at the uh at the uh, uh program uh last was it last saturday yes last saturday yes right. and yes. and i was really surprised uh, how efficiently it was done. Uh, promote uh, what happened was, they were you registered online because you couldn't do this in person. And when you 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 registered, how many people that you, you would be coming with, or at least you would be picking up dinner for, 
And then you got a little number, you put it on your car, you drove through, and as you walked, uh, came up to the front, uh, the volunteers, they put in a, bo a cardboard box with the number of dinners that you had registered for in your car, and you drove off. It was wonderful. Yes, yes, it is. You know that COVID, first of all, I would like to say that all credit goes to the people who have initiated. Now, you know, in 2020, the COVID has changed everyone. But since 2011, the Muslim cities, which includes Abu Dhabi, Basra, Baku, Istanbul, and Karachi, along with Islamic Society of Greater Houston, Bora Community, Smiley Council for Southwestern U.S., Indian Muslim Association, All Pakistani Association, al Nur Society Helping Hand, these are Bangladeshi community, Middle Eastern. We are, you know, all together works as a united community. And the community diversity is not limited to Muslims. We have Christians, Jews, Hindus, and they, they are serving, you know, as the volunteer. And right. We do organize this event very, once we have like three years back, from Sunil Sharma, uh, Sharma, who is the, who was the president of the Abhudevi Society, was the honorary chair of this project. Right. So this you you talked to me about how Sunny Sharma actually helped to organize some of this. Sure, and because it is all about interfaith harmony, as you said, cultural diversity, tolerance, and peace. So 2020, the city of Houston first experienced that this, uh, and come up with a uh, virtual iftar. And we served 2,000 people and also a uh, virtual program on television. This year again, uh, we are very honored to let you know that uh, community response was huge. In first 24 hours, we had 2,000 people who registered, then we stop registering the people we can't control. Then we took the expression on, uh, e through email requests, and we end up nearly 3,000 guests. In, in other words, 3,000 meals. 3,000 meals, yes. It means 3,000 guests. We have posted 3,000 guests virtually. Correct, correct. But if they were, it was live, you would have 3,000 guests. And, right. And, yes. and it, you, the food was prepared by three different uh, restaurants? Tempura, or yes. was it four? Tempura, Sweet Factory. Uh, so I, tell us a little bit more about how this humongous you know, project was carried out. Oh, you yes. you know, let me, if I could jump in real quick, uh, I, I just wanted to add real quick. When I was there, I actually walked inside. I was impressed. They must have been 200 volunteers. Mm -hmm. And they were yes. putting food into different containers and then putting the containers into the boxes and labeling the boxes with the number of dinners that was inside, putting it outside. So and it was a drive-by and people just drove by right. and picked up their dinners. Right. Okay. Yeah, impressive, very impressive. Right, and you know, we cannot... Uh, thank much to our uh, mayor, Sylvester Turner, who believes in diversity and he believes that he should be uh, with every uh, citizen of this city. And then this is how it happens that there are 200 volunteers, smiley volunteers were there inside, close to 50. They were packing the food. There are Bangladeshi volunteers, they are putting the food outside. There are team who are registering the guests who when we that the guests got the registration confirmation they got a ticket and it has like a barcode and that when they are coming we are greeting them welcome greeting and we are registering them by scanning their barcode then there is another team who are distributing where you are and they were putting along the mayor the congressman al green many elected officials the council general we do have we do hosted many western and South Asian countries, Council General, this time as well. 
So they were putting according to their family size, and they were just putting they, nothing to talk. They were we are putting in the trunk, and they were getting they were taking the food at home. These three restaurants were wonderful. They are with us since last eleven years, and more important, let let me tell you that city of Houston last year and this year, we have prepared jointly uh, 50 minutes, close to an hour, 50 minutes broadcast. That is Houston Virtual Star 2021, and that featured Mayor of Houston, Islamic leaders and scholars, and there were three main. Four major networks. First, first and foremost, from official TV of City of Houston HTV, ABC 13 streaming, TV One, NTV. NTV is very large in South Asian community. They have simultaneously broadcasted, broadcasted this program. And when the time comes, the beauty of this programming was that we started at 7:10 and ends at 8 o'clock. Our start time was 7:51. And people, what they did, they took the food, they put the food on the table, and they 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 have many social media websites and Facebook, a lot of things. They just watching the program. Whatever right. we used to do when you were was coming two years back to our star, they are watching on television. When 7:51 comes, Imam do the adhan and dua, and then people break the fast on our adhan. So this is. wonderful right so shakes up tell me something now that you've done this particular iftar uh, what or do you have any plans to do something on eid itself no uh, actually as the facilities we do only coordinate we do many projects we have ventured in my intro uh, many relief efforts and many culture many other projects but uh, for uh, such kind of a deal for within our group we have a eid milan party but not at that scale islamic society is the one who takes care of the take care of the eid mm-hmm. stuff you know every year they will do big gatherings and since last year they are unable so they were also doing virtually but iftar is the signature event of the city which we focus the islamic society yes they do uh, many stuff like that but not like a eid milan yes the i remember well indian muslim imag yes uh, imag imag has a eid program that's slated for in may and then they they are also going to be doing a an iftar um a drive through iftar as they did last year So uh yeah. I'm just curious was there like a huge traffic hold up because this must have taken uh, how no, long No no it's a very big parking lot by by your city right yeah. oh, okay it's so a huge people just lot. parked too, too okay. many police officers volunteers we have just, almost 20 plus from smiley community safety volunteers plus uh, you have seen that all around we have many HPD officers Yes yes mm-hmm. it's a huge parking lot um so uh the uh, uh you know something that our next speaker our next guest is going to talk about is the crisis in india that's happening right now with the with the surge in uh, covid corona, cases covid cases and the need the absolute need to be able to deliver uh, oxygen concentrators or ventilators to india they they're starting a program to make that happen do you think that the islamic society might be interested in joining forces with them Yeah, definitely. Actually, Islamic society, when they have done COVID nineteen relief, and we, and when we have also done COVID nineteen relief efforts, which were more than half a million dollars through our sponsor, Mr. Sayyid Javed Anwar. So that was wonderful to you know, uh, and we have served regardless. 
many communities. We have few organizations like Helping Hand for Relief and Development who are working in India on many projects. And Islamic society here has served many people regardless of any, you know, background or color, race, religion. So it, 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 we can have a, you know, talk about that, that how it can be happened because it is overseas. So definitely uh, something like that can be coordinated and talked about. Right, yeah. Yes. And before, uh, before we uh, conclude, uh, I will take this opportunity through your STEAM uh, outlet to, thanks, to thank my media partner, especially you, uh, in yes. American News. I have always been with us. And right. I want to thank my sponsor, Sayyid Javed Anwar. He has received Hilal Imtiaz, very highest, second highest award from the government of Pakistan last month. And uh, many, many, he is the chief patron of this uh, IFTAR since 11 years. Well, congratulations once again. Yeah, collaborating partner, business community leaders, many, many people who do work with, it, with us, and then we are very grateful for their support and media support of people like you. Well, very commendable, all your efforts and, you know, the community <laughs> service that you're offering and all the different projects that you're working on. We really appreciate everything that you're doing. Thank you, Sheikh Saab. You know, we're looking forward to, to having the Iftar dinner next year in person, inshallah. Inshallah, we'll have in person, and I look forward to work you with your outlet more, and yes, we'll sir. be in, in we'll be in touch. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you for the opportunity. Really appreciate it. Of course, uh, we love to have you on. So, folks, don't go away. We'll be joined by our next guest, which is Ramesh Shah. Uh, he'll be calling in very shortly, and. Uh, He'll be talking about the efforts, as I mentioned earlier, about uh, relief efforts for India, India in crisis. So uh, we'll be back with them. And this is uh, Shakes Up once again. Thank you so much. Stay thank tuned, you. everyone. Well, uh, we still have about 30 seconds to go before we do that. But uh, we will be uh, uh, talking about uh, the difference between concentrators and ventilators. So people are confused whether they because there's a run on oxygen tanks in in India right now. Right, and the U.S. government is being blamed that they're not helping. Right. India, so. <laughs> okay, folks, here we go. Indo-American news radio. India news. U.S. news. World news. Movie reviews and local community roundup every Saturday, four to six p.m. on Masala ninety-eight point seven FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali, and I'm Pramod. Indo-American news radio. Jago, 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 subah ho gayi. Jaldi se le lo chai, thandi ho gayi. Chai Khana Cafe and Grill. We are open at 8 a.m. to serve you freshly made breakfast. Kebab anda paratha, egg burji, keema anda, samosas, chicken club sandwich and much more. Enjoy our freshly cooked garma garam roti or paratha with freshly made lassi, kadak chai or buttermilk all day. Ask for daily specials, chai khana. A perfect spot to chill with your friends or do casual business meetings. 7201 Harvin Drive, 832-982-2333. 
The great American dream, owning your own home. Prosperity Bank wants to make that dream a reality. How? With their Hop Mortgage. 100% financing up to a $250,000 loan amount. Refinancing is allowed. Bankers who work with you. 1-844-U-HOP. That's 1-844-Y-O-U-H-O-P-P. Prosperity Bank. NMLS 466414. Loan subject to eligibility restrictions and credit requirements. Offered in designated Texas markets. 100% financing based on lesser of purchase price or appraised value. Subject to change. Equal housing lender. Patanjali Wellness Center brings the holistic health and wellness program to Houston. Discover the new you through yoga, Ayurveda, and nature cure. Our wellness specialists have more than 15 years of experience. Enjoy 50% off on consultations. Offer valid through April 30th. Patanjali Wellness Center, located at Kirkwood and 59. For in-person or virtual appointments, call 281-456-3229 or visit pyptusa.org. Home. It is not a place. It is a feeling. Having your own home is a feeling which cannot be compared to anything else. Get the home you always dreamt of and the loan rates you never thought of. Contact Loan Factory today and get your customized rate. Lender pays all closing cost options. Ranked as the second best broker in the United States. Remember, lender pays all closing cost options. Loan Factory has successfully closed 6.1 billion loans. Call today 832-990-9999 or visit loanfactory.com. Man, I'm tired of the same old negative news. Shooting, accidents, police. Wait, kam ki nahi hai. Hey, I found an interesting show on radio. Lots of positive news and fun topics. Desi News Radio. Aisa bhi kuch hai kya? Yes, Indo-American News Radio. Current topics, back-to-back interviews, movie reviews, and the hosts are so interesting. Same guys from Indo-American Newspaper. You know, it's been around for 40 years. Oh yeah, I pick up a free copy every week from the store. And they play some cool songs every Saturday, 4 to 6, on Masala 9. 98.7. You can also listen to the show on the Masala Radio app. They've got podcasts on Apple and Spotify. Indo-American News Radio. Advertising and sponsorships. 713-789-6397. Email indoamericannews at yahoo.com. Website indoamerican-news.com. This pandemic has changed millions of lives in Houston, impacting some communities more than others. But we can protect ourselves and prevent the spread of COVID-19 because we're better together by masking up and practicing social distancing. Take your best shot and get vaccinated when it's available. Contact your health care provider or visit HoustonHealth.org for more details. Brothers Farmers Market Weekend Sale Yellow Onion 29 cents Roma Tomatoes 49 cents Chinese Eggplant and Karela 59 cents Indian Eggplant and Turiya 99 cents Atulfo Mango Box 7.99 Hayden Mango Box 9.49 All Haldiram Snacks 2 for 5 dollars Amul Ghee 6.99 10 pounds Angur Tur Dal 9.99 Ahmed Fenny 99 cents And much more Offer valid through April 26th Only at Desi Brothers Farmers Market 4620 Highway 6 at Austin Parkway 281417 the only South Asian news radio in Texas. Indo-American News Radio. Every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Our studio number, 281-277-6874.
Hello, everyone. We are very pleased to have with us uh, a, a true a community service, a community leader, and a community server. He is a seva, a sevak of of the ultimate uh, degree. I remember way back when, when what did he? He had a hunger strike when uh, Aurora uh, was a council general here in Houston, and he had made some devastating uh, kind of rule changes. And he, Ramesh Shah had a was on hunger strike uh, at uh, with P.V. Patel sitting next to him at the, where was it, uh, Ramesh Bhai? It was at the uh, VPSS, VPSS Temple. VPSS Temple in the parking lot. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and Ramesh G and I and PV, we all got into trouble with a Mr. Sanjeev Aurora, who, who who kind of blacklisted us for the next three years that he was here. That's that's true. That's true. <laughs> Till 2012, he was he was blacklisted, and he extended one year himself. Yes, I know, I know. So, and it took the next council general, uh, Harish. To get us off the blacklist. <laughs> so, what were you That's protesting true. against, uh, Ramesh Ji? Welcome to our show. What were you protesting <laughs> against? <laughs> no, it was because they were asking for overnight uh, the surrender certificate, old passport, and these things. And, yeah. and there were people who were staying in line. Their families were sick in India, and they were giving hard time. Right, so, right. It was it was all about the OCI card, the visas, and so on. Card. And yeah. and uh, Council General Aurora was not very helpful. He, the, uh, well, I, I'm not a huge supporter of Mr. Arora, but I think these rules were instituted in the Ministry of External Affairs. Correct, but the way that he implemented them with the iron fist, it was like Stalin sitting there. <laughs> no, but whatever, sometimes rules are there, they have a capacity to understand people and make decisions, you know, and that they didn't do. He was, he was, it, it wasn't from the External Affairs Ministry, it came from the Home Ministry. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, so but folks, that's, okay. that's, a, that's a past now. We are all we are we have to forget and <laughs> look for the future. That's right. The but but by way of letting people know, the Gandhian in Ramesh Shah, who has actually given up a lucrative career in the investment and wealth management business, and he took off. He said, "Enough is enough. Mane kam Now I'm going to start." And he worked with Ekal Vidyale. And he, he, he co-founded that. He was a, a big-time director of the organization. Uh, and even that, after a while, he's taken a back seat and he, he started making sure that more funds were collected when pre-COVID. So he was traveling all over the country. He won 30 shows that the, some of the performers held in order to raise funds to support the schools in India. So now, Ramesh Bhai, you spent uh, uh, a, a, quite a bit of time with uh, arranging for... Prime Minister Modi's visit here in Houston, and then last year you you were grounded just like the rest of us, and now it's partially open. But look, India is grounded now. You can't go to India that's anymore. Right. I can't go to that. I was thinking to go in June. Now that is not possible either. It looks like it may be August, September. Don't know yet. Right. Not unless you go with uh, a uh, what you call it a container load of uh, of ventilators and concentrators. <laughs> right. They, uh, it's a good part if you if you saw that they got the liquid oxygen from Singapore. They unloaded. They are using the tr railway tracks to get the trucks faster to the different locations. And the Seva is also, I think, arranging concentrator from China, if I'm not mistaken, and they may be shipped in a day or two. 
Really? Uh, they are procuring, they are procuring there and shipping that. And government of India also cut down uh, no duties at all on these items. So that will be a good part that on the India's part also. But there was a one thing which uh, came into news, and I'm just uh, saying here, Times of India. It is uh, it is the not U.S. government which is objecting. What happened is partially the Punawala was given opportunity to buy those uh, vaccine material, and somehow because of price or whatever, he declined at that time. They they sold somewhere else. Now, of course, everybody, Chamber of Commerce, and everybody is working with the government, and we are preparing a app. Hopefully, it will be ready by tomorrow night or Monday morning so that we all can write to our congressmen or senators about that issue. So that is being created right now in uh, Washington, D.C. For those of Hopefully, us who are not familiar with what you're talking about, uh, Pramod, do you want to fill us in? Uh, actually, the crisis uh, in India uh, due to the coronavirus pandemic, uh, the second or third wave as it's going through has had tremendous tragic consequences. And uh, there is a shortage of hospital beds uh, because there have been 336,000 cases daily in the last few days. Wow. And more than 2,250 deaths. And uh, uh, another thing is uh, the lack of oxygen. And in one case, uh, there was a leak with oxygen and about 20 people died. And uh, in another hospital in Delhi, uh, more people died because of lack of oxygen. So the oxygen requirement is very critical. Right. And right. what uh, Mr. Shah is doing is, I think, an excellent uh, way for us in here in the U- uh, United States and Houston in particular to help uh, as much as we can. Right. He was talking about the app in order to put pressure on, on uh, the elected people here. The in elected for, people. To yes, allow yes, the yes, raw yes. materials to go to the Serum Institute of India so that they can produce the vaccine because it's been held back by the Biden administration of some sort. Can you please share that information with us, uh, Ramesh ji, so that we can all... No, what what has happened is, uh, you know, each government has their way of because when they put a defense act, there are certain requirements they cannot ship outside unless they get the permission. In India, it happened so fast that they didn't even know that they have to request this thing also here. So to both sides, there were some issues, but diplomatically they are working. That much I know. Uh, how far it is going, that probably we'll find out. But what we have decided that as a community all across U.S., we should put a app together so each one can sign up and write to their own congressman, senator, or local officials so that they get the pressure from the community. We have been supporting, uh, voting, financially, whatever, whichever candidate, whoever it is, you know, regardless of which party. So that part is being done, and simultaneously, in Houston, today, Hindus of Greater Houston, other community, we are asking them to support either through their temples, churches, mosques, mosque, and then give it to Seva or send it to their own institutions in India. But let people be uh, have the capacity to pay also. You know that they are still charging for vaccine, 400 rupees and 700 rupees, and this thing, and there is a black market. There is a black market for vaccine. I mean, Vaccine as well as the medicine. But uh, Ramesh, let me let me just to clarify yeah. something. Uh, you uh, are in working with uh, you mentioned Seva International, Hindus of Greater Houston, and uh, to to raise funds 
to be able to yes. buy equipment and and materials yes. and send it to India? Right, Seva Seva International is right now buying the concentrator, the oxygen producer, the small units, and they are they are procuring from China so they can ship it faster because the cost of same unit in U.S. is almost four times. Yeah, twenty two hundred dollars versus they are buying probably five hundred dollars or even less. Mm-hmm. So yes. they are working on that. They are procuring and hopefully they collect a lot of money also for that from the community support, which is big thing. And uh, because all came together. So what if they now is if the, if they raise if once people want to if they want to donate, who should they send the money to or contact? They can go to Seva International website seva dot org. Uh huh. Or the Hindus of Greater Houston, or Hindus of Greater Houston, they can do it. And or or and can also, they can they call you? Also, or they can call me anytime. Okay, can you you want to give out your number? Yes, number is two eight one three zero zero seven four two four. Two eight one three zero zero seven four two four. Ramesh bhai you want to talk about the um, you know pharmaceutical lobbyists over here who are working against uh, the uh, the coronavirus vaccine to go generic you know because Pfizer they right. yeah they are wanting to keep a retainer for the Pfizer so that other countries cannot produce it you want to talk about it so what what government has done is you can import vaccine anything they want stop any state if they want to do it so they have kept open the door for them they are also working with different vaccine manufacturers within india and outside to provide the vaccine these are done more what you call the quietly so not make a big noise but same time they are working on that one of the issue is not the pharmaceutical company or lobbying i think main issue is that we woke up too late it happened so fast even i give you example yesterday i was talking to india and we think that uh, distribution is issue now government has put air force marines railway everyone to work on this logistic to supply oxygen oxygen is in a quantity but they have to reach to the places the biggest problem they will have is going to reach to the smaller villages and luckily there is another effort going on simultaneously to educate village people how to protect themselves with uh, yoga with exercise with outdoor and also double mask so this is also because to keep the immunity of the people is so important because left and right everyone probably whomever you call everyone is one somebody is in a hospital or they have covid but uh, ramesh bhai i i must ask you one thing a lot of people are, are talking about this that there were mass rallies for elections in bengal and west bengal right. there was a kumbh the mela, mela yeah. which super was super spreader super mela, spreader yeah. and there were movie theaters that were open restaurants open people having weddings people going to bazaars and and and, and, and you know the government the federal government well i say federal but the central government and and the state governments failed the people by encourage giving them the illusion that they could do all this that is true and that is the price uh, probably they are paying part of that one but another issue is you know all the religious uh, things came in either it is holi or ramadan or whatever you know i mean it is a because we don't have any emergency situation which they impose and somebody called me today and say why don't they impose emergency so that central government can take care but this is a state and uh, uh, central government issue and they are working on that 
our issue is how can we help so that it can be uh, controlled and the people live happily that is the part we are working on now because those happen nothing i can or you can do anything because it was the election time and they should have realized kumbhwal they should have realized and as well as the wedding i mean people were getting 200 400 500 people in wedding so these are all and it is not small big cities only even a smaller town also but meanwhile india so we, has administered more than 140 million doses of covid vaccines in 99 days it's like the fastest vaccination globally wow. so there is a lot of you know effort also going on but somehow the vac- the the virus seems to be you know yeah promote uh, isn't that like something like 2% uh, of the population still taking over yes. today today they were talking in ztv that uh, this virus is a combination of indian variant and american variant and it has a lot more stability in the air so it can stay longer in the air so people are asking to even have mask within the family also mm. so this is very tough situation but i'm sure yeah. i mentioned that their vaccination is going on very fast and hopefully within a week because this is not going to stop right away well, promote what what did you want to say yeah uh, what i wanted to say was in the news reports they're saying that you know currently the pandemic is in most of the major cities the urban centers but if right. it uh, leaks into the villages it could be catastrophic Yes. That, is, that is true. And villages, they have no hospitals. They don't have any all this uh, medication available that easily, nor they have money for that. But Both even things. in big yeah. cities, it's a huge issue because, you know, huge. hospitals are way, way over capacity. Delhi now has a positivity rate around 34%. Wow. That, yeah. that went much faster. Within within a week, it went faster from mm-hmm. 8% to that percentage. You're right. Yeah. But it, one, one silver lining is every... institutions private public charitable they have opened up their places to make hospital beds i just got the news from bombay that they have closed down one hospital and bought a, built a new one and they opened up the old one to make a 50 beds for the corona people well uh, R- ramesh bhai before we run out of time let's once again give out people your number for ramesh shah if you want to help it the number is uh, 281 go ahead 300 7424 and also you can go to the seva international website and the right. hindus of greater houston website and and uh, see what on any of your any of your temples churches or mosques you can ask them and they will be glad to help also because they have same interest right so ramesh bhai it's always a pleasure having you on and and best of luck in raising all these funds and and the effort you're sure. doing and good luck to you thank you we are we are all together it's not me alone whole community cross country and uh, all of you are part of it you know thank you so much sir thank you everybody all right thank you american news radio india news us news world news movie reviews and local community roundup every saturday 4 to 6 pm on masala 98.7 fm hi i'm jawahar i'm sanchali and i'm pramod indo american news radio हम एक हैं और मिलके हर त्योहार मनाएंगे रमजान में राम है और दिवाली में अली 
महाराजा का ये संदेश पहुंचे ह्यूस्टन में गली गली अजीज एंड सुमाया मलिक ऑफ महाराजा डायमंड्स विश इज एवरीवन रमजान मुबारक महाराजा ज्वेलर्स ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ 5821 हिलक्रॉफ्ट 713 784 5673 Power is offering special discounted rates for the Masala family. Our listeners, sponsors, and the employees get special Masala rates. Let me tell you where to go to sign up: www.discountpowertx.com/masala-radio. These rates are not published anywhere else. All new customers get fifty dollar credit when you sign up. Go now to discountpowertx.com/masala-radio and get the discount. This is a limited time offer. Discount Power is a proud sponsor of Masala Radio and our energy partner. PUCD one zero one seven seven. Vishala Grocers welcome all to their Ramadan special sale. Valid till April thirtieth. Hundreds of items on sale. Gathering saffron one gram. Buy one get one free. Meherban bitter dates twenty four ounce only two forty nine. Amol ghee one liter six ninety nine. Haldiram snacks mix and match two for five dollars. Lakshmi and Swad masoor dal chana dal kabuli chana four pounds two forty nine and many more items only at Vishala Grocers. Seven locations to eight. Eight one nine six nine eight six zero six. Masala Radio 98.7 FM 24/7 Masala. We reach 250,000 people in the greater Houston area. We are proud to promote the best businesses in our community. To promote your brand or business on Masala Radio, call Rinku 281-277-6874 or email rinku at masalaradio.com. Man, I'm tired of the same old negative news. Shooting, accidents, police. Koi kam ki chiz nahi hai. Hey, I found an interesting show on radio. Lots of positive news and fun topics. Desi News Radio. Aisa bhi kuch hai kya? Yes, Indo-American News Radio. Current topics, back-to-back interviews, movie reviews, and the hosts are so interesting. Same guys from Indo-American newspaper. You know it's been around for forty years. Oh yeah, I pick up a free copy every week from the store. And they play some cool songs every Saturday, four to six, on Masala. 98.7. You can also listen to the show on the Masala Radio app. They've got podcasts on Apple and Spotify. Indo American News Radio. Advertising and sponsorships: seven one three seven eight nine six three nine seven. Email Indo American News at yahoo dot com. Website Indo American dash News dot com. This pandemic has changed millions of lives in Houston, impacting some communities more than others. But we can protect ourselves and prevent the spread of COVID-19 because we're better together by masking up and practicing social distancing. Take your best shot and get vaccinated when it's available. Contact your healthcare provider or visit houstonhealth.org for more details. The only South Asian news radio in Texas. Indo American News Radio every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Our studio number: 281-277-6874. So here we go with our final segment, and it's you and Pramod. Take it away, guys. Movies and sports. All right, movies. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Sanjali, have you been watching the IPL? 
Of course, <laughs> every day. <laughs> some <laughs> matches wonderful. are good, some are bad. I was totally disappointed by today's, but you know. Well, uh, you know, Chris Morris took so many wickets. Yes. That, uh, really destroyed the. Who uh, would have known? Out. Yeah, my team is at number well, eight, lagging at the very <laughs> bottom. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, the Royals paid a ton of money for Chris Morris, and it. Off. Finally, but they're not doing that well. They're at number six after today's match. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but uh, tomorrow's match. Two know, double, double header. There's one. a double header tomorrow. But yeah, the first yeah. one is attracting a lot of attention. It's yeah, it's uh, Virat Kohli uh, versus Dhoni. Yay! That's right. Uh, Royal Challengers Bangalore, who are on top of the standings, followed by uh, CSK. Uh, Chennai Super Kings led by MS Dhoni. It should be a great match. Uh, yeah. Who Who are you rooting for? Actually, uh, I don't have uh, any favorites in those two. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, but I was yeah, happy the other day that Mumbai lost because you know, it becomes too. Uh, Mumbai had been like winning, winning, winning for so long. Yeah. I was happy that you know they're losing a few matches. That's true, but RCB, which uh, that was Punjab know, King, Punjab uh, Super Kings, who uh, defeated Mumbai the other day, right? That's right. Yeah, but uh, you know, uh, RCB has always been uh, near the bottom, but this time they are at the top of the standings. So, oh, well, thanks to uh, Kohli, I guess. Yeah, finally he's coming through. Yeah, and they have another uh, big star, Devdutt Padikal. From yes, Kandata. yes, yes. Tell us more. And together. You know, Kohli and Patikal scored 180 runs, uh, and uh, that was tremendous. And there was, they won by 10 wickets. Uh, you can hardly imagine because in uh, IPL in the T20s, you have to just hit away and take a lot of risks, and uh, it's easy to lose your wicket. Right. But that is quite unusual. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, so you guys uh, are worn out with the cricket. No, we'll never be ever oh, no. worn out with cricket. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you, Jawahar. <laughs> it's only the half, we reached the halfway point. So, Pramod, uh, if I can segue away into movies, your movie, the one that you raved about, Nomadland, is getting a lot of attention. That's right. I think uh, it's... Uh, to win a lot of awards on Sunday night. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow night. Tomorrow, yes. Yeah. And uh, Minari, I've been wanting to watch that movie. There's only one show uh, at AMC at 12.15 in the afternoon. It's what's, what's, hard to watch it. What's this movie? It's a Korean movie. Uh-huh. Tell us yeah, about it. It's, a, it's about a Korean family who lives in Arkansas and how they inter interact with the local community. It's quite interesting. But I haven't been able to watch it because it's available on several streaming channels, but it costs $20 to buy the movie. Wow. What do you mean to buy the movie? You don't buy the movie, you rent, you rent it, right? Right. The rental cost is $20. No way. Yeah, 1995. Go see it at a local theater, Pramod. They're showing yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. They're showing yeah. it at AMC here, but there's only one show at 12.15 in the afternoon. Pramod, so. is, ah. Pramod is in Lobster Land. Lobster yeah. Land. Yeah, but they're showing it over there too, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Uh, but, but we you know, watched... Both of us saw the Netflix movie... Uh, Ajit uh, Dastan's. Dastan's. Mm. So what did you think of it, Pramod? 
I think it was wonderful. These I liked it too, stories. very much. I liked all the four stories. They were different. Yeah. What is it? The four stories in one movie? Yeah, four short stories. Um, again, it was kind of like women empowerment. I thought uh, a little bit. Go ahead. Pramod. Also, they yeah they bring up uh, the issue of you know we talk about uh, Black Lives Matter here in the United States, but in India. Uh, there is racism of different sorts related to caste, caste and color, yeah. uh, and these some of these uh, stories uh, relate to that. Yeah, of course, that's true. So uh, the first one, uh, which was what Majnu or Manju, Manju? Yeah, ma- Majnu. Majnu, and the third one, uh, Gili Puchi. Both of those. Uh, the third one got the best reviews of all the four. It has uh, Konkona Sen Sharma and Aditi Haider Rao. And some of yeah. uh, the other familiar names uh, were uh, Shefali Shah and Manav Kaul in the last one, which is called Ankahi. Yeah. It's about a deaf and dumb person and how he communicates. And it's about and, human uh, relationships. It was really nice. It, uh, the, the name uh, relates to a wet kiss. Mm-hmm. And it brings together two wonderful actresses, Ankana Sen Sharma, uh, and uh, the other one is Aditi Rao Haidari. Right. And uh, they, uh, you know, they de- present, represent different faces of the problems of caste and class prejudice and discrimination. And I highly recommend uh, watching these, uh, the Ajib Dastan. Right. The second one was quite interesting too, the Kilona. How, yeah, how Kilona children and, uh, perceive things when they hear stuff, so... Uh-huh. That's true. And also, uh, it's also related to class, how this uh, maid servant right. uh, and, uh, uh, you know, the adobe uh, who irons clothes and how they relate to this, uh, uh, the leader uh, who uh, controls that community. Upper class. And what happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, by the way, that reminds me that the World Film Festival is going on in Houston. That's true. Yeah, it's, uh, we used to cover that in the past. Uh, right, we used to, but uh, you know, I'm surprised. I guess it's all virtual, so you log mm-hmm. in and you yeah. can see the streaming vi- uh, videos and whatnot. That's the same thing that's going to happen to the Indian Film Festival that Sustava Ghosh mm. uh, puts together. The first movie was interesting too, in the sense again, it uh, it was about caste uh, classism because the owner and the driver's family. So it was very interesting. Yeah. Uh, are you talking about Ram Prasad Ki Tervi? Yeah, Ram Prasad Ki Tervi, it was highly recommended by uh, Pramod. I started <laughs> watching it. I was very disappointed, to tell you the truth. Oh, I, I liked Paglayat a lot more. Yeah. But funny thing is, uh, Ram Pras- and on Netflix, it has only a one and a half star rating, Ram Prasad Ki Tervi. Hmm. Very slow, oh, okay. very, I mean, I didn't enjoy it at all. It It's again it a death in job. the family, just like in Paglayat. But there it's yeah. a young widow, and here it's the entire family and the wife. So Supriya Patak Shah plays the role of the wife, and Nasiruddin Shah is the one who passes away. And uh, there are uh, quite a few, um, you know, like established character actors in the movie. And it's a family of four sons and two daughters. And when the entire family gets together, the dynamics of the brothers and the, you know, uh, repaying debts and uh, the 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 dynamics with the mother 
and between the siblings. So that was what the movie was about. Uh, I wasn't very impressed. Mm, I see. I would definitely uh, recommend Paglayat over uh, Ram Prasad Ki Tervi. And in fact, uh, there was a big uh, hoopla about the release of Ram Prasad Ki Tervi because it was at the same on the same day as Paglayat. And uh, yeah. the the producers of this movie and director thought that it was, you know, a conspiracy. And, you know, that's why they postponed their release. It was supposed to have released the same day as Paglad because it revolves around the same theme. I see. Death in the family. Um, But as you were saying, uh, Sanchali, uh, having a star cast doesn't always bring uh, it successful. Right. I mean, Nasiruddin Shah hardly had anything. It's just one scene. Uh-huh. And uh, the rest is Supriya Pathak Shah. And uh, there are a few other, you know, good character actors in it. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, w- one, uh, if I could interject, I just got a text message from one of our listeners, John Pinto. Mm-hmm. He says, greetings and well wishes What can we do as citizens of Texas to make the Texas legislature and governor to accept Medicaid expansion for the poor in Texas? So uh, apparently we've hit a nerve there because <laughs> it's certainly it's nice to know that there are people who are, who are concerned mm-hmm. as uh, just as much about this. But uh, John, um, I can only say that uh, that uh, we need to elect the right uh, leaders and we need to ask the, these very frank questions from the leaders and not let them tiptoe around it. Uh, in our, in your district, if you're looking, living in Sugarland, that's Troy Nels. Uh, he, he's for the, the Congress, but for the state, you have your own your state reps that you, you should be talking to and asking them. What do you think, Pramod? Yeah, Isn't that true? Uh, Texas Senate and the uh, Texas uh, uh, House, I think we should be talking to our local legislators. Correct. Absolutely, and asking those tough questions. So, um, well, uh, we're t- almost at the end of the program. And, yeah. And uh, how time flies. <laughs> and uh, we're going to be uh, back here next Saturday with uh, another lineup. And this time, I promise you, Suma Mudan will be here. We all want to hear about what we can do to enhance the look of our gardens which have suffered dramatically because of the freeze. And Suma is a master gardener, among other things. Yeah, I've heard that roses are, roses are coming up wonderfully. because Yeah, the knockout bed. roses are in full bloom everywhere. And, and they're like, knockouts? They are total knockouts. Uh, Beautiful uh, blooms uh, everywhere, uh, all over. Uh, yeah. uh, Jyoti is a, a gardener, and she mentioned this fact that the cold weather actually helps the roses. Exactly. Really? Yeah, that? roses bloom uh, better, do better in cold weather. Roses are red, violets are blue. <laughs> <laughs> I won't complete that. Okay. Guys, uh, this is Jawahar. I'm signing off. We look forward to having you with us next Saturday at Indo-American News Radio. Yeah, yeah. and this is Sanchali. Looking forward to being with you again next Saturday. Stay yes, well, stay I'm safe. Yeah, I'm Pramod from Boston and uh, enjoying the weather here. It's much cooler and nicer. And uh, enjoying the scenery with lots of colorful plants and uh, vegetation. In other words, you don't want to come back, huh, Pramod? All right, guys. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> Missing you. Masala Radio. 
You're listening to Masala Radio, 107.5 KGLK, HD4, Lake Jackson, and 98.7 FM, K254BZ, Fairbanks. Masala! This is Javed Migani, CEO of Megapay Merchant Services. I would like to wish a very happy Ramadan. Praise belongs to God, who appointed among those roads his month, the month of fasting, the month of submission, the month of purity, in which the Quran was sent down as guidance to the people. <laughs> 